What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. I'm 6'2". She's 5'6". You do the math. We have fun. It's the one and only <laughs> Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And that's so true. Although I'm 5'5", five five, apparently. Oh, even better. Even more fun. Yeah, even you more are. fun. You're almost fun-sized. Yeah, I mean, think about it. I just asked you to bring my sweatshirt down because I couldn't reach on the top of the closet. So <laughs> That's the kind of fun we're having over That's here. That's the kind of fun we're having. I should have thrown you on my back. I should have piggybacked you up there. You should have piggybacked me. Now, that would be fun. That would be so much fun. Yeah. I think this is probably a good time to, to announce why you can no longer reach the shelves. Also, yeah. So, guys, we moved... New apartment, who dis? Yes. And you haven't given me a piggyback ride in this one just yet. The we ceilings still- the ceilings are lower, but the closet shelves are higher. Yes, but we can still piggyback ride. I think there's room. Yeah. Yeah. So if we it love sounds doing that. If it sounds different, it's because, well, we're not fully moved in yet. There may be maybe a little hopefully not, but maybe some reverb. We gotta hang some wall art and do some things. But I think it will sound pretty decent right now i hope we're listening i hope yeah so if it does sound a little bit different just keep that in mind i don't think it does all right <laughs> i hope not i hope not you'll let us know you guys will be sure to let us know but yeah new place but same Teresa and john yes yeah, still in florida still in florida yeah <laughs> still in the sunshine state is it a sunshine state yeah yeah it is right? yeah it's been the rainy state I know. Recently. Classic. Classic yeah. Florida. Although there is a hurricane, although it missed us. It's going up to New England. Yeah. Finally, it's missing us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, your parents live far from the coast, so that should be good. Yeah. Anyways, we're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk about before the 90 day, season six, episode 16. It's It was the finale episode. Well, the finale before the tell-all. I consider this the finale. I consider the tell-all its own thing. This was the finale. Okay. This this wrapped up the storylines of Americans Abroad. So to me, this was the finale episode, and then we'll get the tell-all. All right. I don't know if they told us how many parts. They did not, but it is going to be live. In front of a live studio audience. Which makes me feel like it might just be one because you mm. think you would have people coming back for two days. Good point. But Good here point. is my big question. Sometimes like, they tell us or you see all these articles how the tell-alls take hours to film. Oh, yeah, like 10-hour days. Yeah. Is the audience going to be there for 10 hours? Wouldn't you be? I mean, I would. <laughs> I, would I would. I would bring a sleeping bag and a power bar and I would make myself <laughs> at home. <laughs> I am excited about it. However, I feel like... People might not go as wild in front of a live audience because, mm. like, you you don't you don't just see the camera people you're used to, right? To really be yourself, you see live audience, and I think in front of a live audience, you may hold some things back, or you may feel like oh, I'm going to put on a show for these people, and you may even go harder. Well, the Angelas and mm. the Andres and the small ads, small ads would. But these are new people. Fair enough. Although maybe Jasmine, maybe Jasmine oh, yeah. could be could be Jasmine. I'll take a live studio audience over on-set commentators. 
Remember? Oh, yeah. They're always trying to do something different, and I respect that. Got to keep it fresh, keep it spicy. But the whole, and I love Kenny and Tim, Veronica, whoever did that. Love them as people and as cast members, but I just didn't feel like they added anything. They did not, because it was awkward. They... They had like three sentences throughout the whole thing. Yeah. They didn't need to be there. They tried to like pillow talk it, but yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't working. And yeah, I love them too. So nothing against them. But yeah, maybe maybe this is going to be it. Maybe this, this is, is going to be like friends, like live audience. It makes sense because there was rumors about, I think, Mike. <laughs> Mike. <being laughs> I get Humana for those who did not pick up on John's. Yeah, <laughs> Mike was with Jasmine. They were oh, in New yeah. York. So maybe Mike was in the live audience. Maybe. You know, or, who, you know who wasn't there live and in person? Who? Tyree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't fly to New York. Yeah, why didn't they fly him in? Because he probably had such a small part. It's like so? we're not going to waste the money. True. Anyways. I mean, they make a shit ton of money. So oh, yeah. I think a plane ticket from Cali to New York is nothing for them. No, no, they can swing it if they want to. All right. Before we get into the meat of the episode, real quick, a little business. We're covering the other way on the premium channels. We're covering the other way on Patreon and Supercast. So if you want that, come over there. We're having a great time talking about it. On Patreon, it's patreon.com slash reality. On Supercast, reality.supercast.com. And a couple of you guys have asked and... Supercast is so easy to integrate into. I've integrated it into Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. We had a couple of friends ask us about Apple subscriptions. We're not thinking of that at the moment, but Supercast integrates super easily into Apple Podcasts. So if you wanna, if you wanna do that, you want the premium channels on your Apple player, go for Supercast. Yes. So patreon.com slash Reality, Reality.supercast.com. Also we're on Instagram, having fun over there. You can follow along. We do memes sometimes, update you, but most importantly, we can talk with you over there. That's where we can message with you. That's where you call in. That's your direct line at Married to Reality Pod. Also, the Patreon is a direct line for even, our Patreon, even so more even direct, better. Even more even, direct. Yes. Yeah. So I just I just don't want you to always forget about it because I have a lot of chatting. I do a lot of chatting with our friends on the Patreon as well as the IG. So you cannot stop chatting. I cannot stop chatting. And I loved all the great conversation with all my ladies about the cleaning supplies and the fancy mops. <laughs> and now I'm like, keep me posted because I would be down to get a fancy mop. Oh. Well, you would be down to get me a fancy mop. Oh, the holiday season's <laughs> coming. All right, so... Get on over there to Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Also, just make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So whenever we drop an episode on the free feed, you will not miss it. It'll come right to your device. So easy to follow the podcast. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it is hard. It's the previews of the <laughs> tell-all. Because I can't wait. This episode was good, but it was that closing episode. Like everyone's mm-hmm. like leaving and nothing really happened. Everyone's like, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. A bunch of people disappointed me, but still goodbye. But the next one is looking spicy. Yes. Smash like it's as hot as that tell-all. And last but not least, if you haven't left us a review, you guys know we're suckers for a little love. If you leave us a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast. Yes. And I got one to read right now. Let's do it. All right. This comes to us from our friend MDF69. MDF69. Okay. Your lights are on. <laughs> uh, five stars titled Love These Two. 
found Ooh. found them by way of reality gaze long ago. Shout out to Maddie and Poodle. Shout out to our friends, Maddie and Poodle. Love the reality gaze. Stayed with them ever since. I cannot hear enough of the banter, accent, and by the way, thankfully they cover Ooh. a lot of content, so there's always something new to listen to. I love the accent coming. Mm-hmm. And John, guys, about you John spends a lot of time. Definitely me. You don't think you don't think MDF is talking about my British accent, also the Southern accent. I have one accent. <laughs> I think he may, may be talking about my British accent, Harry Potter, oh. fried fish, Bloody. chips, Bloody. and vinegar chips. Yeah. Okay. All the stuff I know about England. Okay. Big Ben. Okay. All right. The Queen. Okay. I'm Beautiful. Done. I'm done. I love this review. So thank you, MDF69. I love it too. I love when people comment on my accent because you guys know that it's still something that I'm not in peace with entirely, and I don't think I will ever be. Huh. It's kind of like my, I'm having this inner battle with my accent constantly. Let <laughs> <laughs> it out. I, I'm trying, I'm trying, and it's like, we're goofy, not. Sometimes I listen to a pause back, and I'm like, oh, look at me, sounding decent. Like, I'm from Wisconsin, like I was told before. Oh, wow. And the other day, I'm like. I don't I'm know if like, that's a compliment. <laughs> where am I from? Yeah. Wisconsin, the land of cheese in yeah. America, isn't isn't that? Uh-huh. Isn't that a thing? Uh-huh. Love cheese. Sure. So for me, that was a compliment. All right. <laughs> That's so the thank best. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the beautiful review. Yeah, yeah. Be like MDF69 if you haven't left a review. Please do. We'll read it on this podcast right here. All right. What do you say we do a little 90 day by the way? Let's do it. Okay. Do you remember Stephanie? From Stephanie and Ryan. Yes. All right. She is back in the spotlight after doing a podcast. Not sure if you're familiar. The podcast is called Eyes Wide Open. No. It is hosted by Nick from Love is Blind. Nick of Nick and Danielle. Uh, He's a loser. He's a Chicago dude who blames the show for losing a job and being borderline homeless. Oh, he did? Yeah. Uh, That makes... Okay. That makes sense then because... I think eyes wide open, the idea of the podcast is open your eyes. I'm going to expose reality TV. I'm going to expose some other things, show you that reality TV isn't always real. I think that's the premise. So that makes sense if he's like bitter over. Yeah, very, very bitter. And well, okay. I was just going to add a lot of cast members from his season came back and said, well, it's not that bitter. It's your experience and you just, um, you could have made money off of your fame or you could have do something not to complain and say you're basically living in your car. So got it. Okay. Back well, to you, John. Thank you. <laughs> so it makes sense that the Stephanie and Nick connected because she's still bitter over her season. I mean, that's such old news. And for, yeah. her, to, for her to be getting on a podcast a week ago and still talking about production, how production screwed me. The mosquitoes wouldn't leave me alone. Like she's still doing that. Her relationship wasn't real. And that's her biggest gripe is that the relationship was real, but then it fell apart. Production still wanted her to fake it so they could film because they have a contract. So she's still going around singing the same tune. I don't know why. It seems like you'd want to distance yourself from TLC in 90 day as much as you could. Yeah. But every time you do an interview or a podcast and talk about it, you're right back in. Remember when she when she was selling something in her salons this, and said it can prevent COVID-19? Yes. And so that's why <laughs> this podcast, it's like an hour and 20 minutes long. Why? I 
exactly. <laughs> I did not listen to much of it. Fortunately, there was a clip on YouTube, eight minutes long, where she did talk about how 90 Day forced her to film, even though she didn't want to. And it's a it's a sham relationship. I don't buy that. I don't think they can force you to do anything. And the reason I bring it up and the whole COVID thing is, yeah. How much can you really believe her? I know. Because she got in trouble for lying about her treatment that could prevent or cure COVID. Like, so clearly she doesn't always tell the truth. No. You remember when she did the live, like hosted by someone on the couch in yeah. her home? It, that's That was like a two-part series. Uh, right, because she wasn't invited to the tell-all yeah. because she kept spewing shit about yeah. TLC. So like, all right, you're not coming here to do that. So then she set up her own tell-all. This is basically just that regurgitated. She's desperate. She kind of like partnered up with Stephanie, a.k.a. Stepanka, uh, yeah. and did some sort of a whatever Vegas strip club show. Something I don't. Like I forgot what it was. She's trying to stay relevant while talking shit about 90 day while trying to stay within the 90 day world. It's like, pick your bottles. Right, right. You're trying to use something that you're talking shit about to give you fame. Exactly. It's like, well, then you shouldn't talk shit about it if you're trying to use it to stay relevant. Exactly. If you guys want to hear the entire interview, you can. I would just go on YouTube if you want to watch it or you can listen to it wherever you get podcasts. Just search Eyes Wide Open and it'll pop up. Nice. All right. That is number one. By the way, number two, if you haven't heard, big news, 90 Day OG is back for its 10th anniversary. Woo-hoo! Season 10. New couples are out. The details have been promoted, announced. It's there for all of us to see and get excited about. And I thought, let's talk very briefly about these new couples. Of course we're going to cover it, guys. Of course we're going to cover it. I love 90 Day OG. It's my favorite. Americans bringing foreigners to the U.S. and the foreigners are trying to navigate the tough life of the United States within 90 days and they, they may or may not make it to the altar. Sounds familiar. Amazing. Okay. Well, sound familiar. Well, you're the what foreigner you coming to America trying to navigate Starbucks and the like and... Yeah, but I wasn't trying to navigate you within 90 days to marry me. Very true. But okay. let's talk about these couples real quick. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven couples. Six new ones. We'll get to the returning couple in a second. Let's start with Sophie and Robert. Oh. Sophie's from the UK. Robert in LA. Sophie's 23. He's 32. Sophie plans to move from the UK to Los Angeles to be with Robert. However... She is expecting the typical Hollywood lifestyle that her boyfriend may not be able to give her a tale as old as time. I love it. A tale as old as time. All right. That's Sophie and Robert. Manuel and Ashley. Manuel from Ecuador. He's 34. Ashley from New York. She's 31. New York City or New York State? I just have New York down. Oh. Okay. They met at a New Year's Eve party in Ecuador over 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Now they've reconnected. Manuel is looking to move to the U.S., after the couple's lengthy, long-distance relationship. How old are they again? Manuel is 34. Ashley's 31. Okay. Age-appropriate. Yes. All right. Nice. Next, Nick from Australia. Okay. Get my accent ready. <laughs> Put a little shrimp on the barbie. All right. I'll, I'll work on it. I got some time. He's 30. <laughs> Devin from Arkansas. What? Finally, 
Bobby of Arkansas. <laughs> 23. Nick and Devin first met on Tinder. Shout out to that. He applied for a K-1 to move from Australia to the United States after only three weeks of spending time together in person. Oh, classic, okay. classic 90 day. Classic 90 day. Coming up next, Justin from Moldova. All right. All right, Andre 2.0. So Justin is 36. Nikki from New Jersey, 47. A little bit of an age gap there, but the age isn't their story. Here, Justin and Nikki met on a dating site in Moldova, but grew distant when Justin revealed he couldn't accept Nikki's trans identity. Nearly two decades later, the couple is ready to give love a second try. All right. All right. So that is Justin and Nikki. Then we have Annalie from Peru, who's 26. Clayton from Kentucky, who's 29. Annalie and Clayton connected on a language app. And now Annalie has decided to move from Peru to Kentucky. However, Clayton still lives with his mother with no plans to move out. Oh my gosh, is that the couple that the, there was a preview that mom lives in his closet? <laughs> I did not see that, but now I need to. Yes, hmm. I think I think that's it. Ah. All right. Then we have Citra from Indonesia, 26, and Sam from Missouri, 30. Both Citra and her father are traveling from Indonesia to the U.S. to live with Sam. However, Sam has a messy past that may not win over Citra's father and his blessing. All right. And last, but certainly not least, you're excited. We're excited. Jasmine has made it to the U.S. And I'm here for it. I know a lot of you guys are not excited that they are going to be back-to-back on the next season. However, I would totally agree with you all if Gina went back to freaking Panama. But the fact that she's going to be in Michigan, I'm here for it. Totally here for it. So... That's season 10. It premieres Sunday, October 8th at 8 p.m. And you better believe we're going to be covering it. Oh, yeah. OG. OG, indeed. Okay. Now let's do Sunday night. <laughs> I'm like, what else are we doing? <laughs> the reason we're here, Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days, episode 16. I'm calling it the finale. It's the final episode before the tell-all. Let's start with Teresa's favorite, Statler. Uh, and Dempsey. I like Dempsey, although I'm slightly judging her after this episode, but let's talk about it. <laughs> so we're picking up after Dempsey and Statler are realizing things may not work out because we don't agree on kids. Yes, and so Dempsey leaves the breakfast at a castle and she just starts packing. She's annoyed Especially because Statler wasn't honest with her. Mm-hmm. It's not just, she said she may want to have kids one day. She should have been honest. And I agree with that. Like, if you really feel strongly about kids, you need to say that. I would think so. And yeah. if you're unsure, that's one thing. But Statler was so clear in her feeling about this that, yes, you should have been clear in your explanation to Dempsey how you felt. Yeah, especially because... When they met, she said, yeah, I might be open. And now she's saying, I don't want to have kids and it's make or break for me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. And so Dempsey, Dempsey's done. She's upset. She's done with the conversation. And I was like, all right, girl, like I empowerment because I really don't see them together. Mm-hmm. But then Statler comes in and they talk. And Dempsey After says, she locked herself in the bathroom for 20 minutes. I think she was pooping. 
Yes, Statler has spent 50% of the season in a bathroom. That's her That's her safe place. Yeah, but like she comes out, she's like, well, so are we done? And poor Dempsey, she's like, well, that's up to you. Why is it up to Statler if the two are done? Like you make your own decision, Dempsey, you know how you feel. Well, it's putting the ball in Statler's court to hopefully change her tune, which she does, which I don't like at all Sally's like well maybe in a couple of years I will want a kid so now you're just you're playing a game yeah you're you're giving Dempsey hope that okay maybe maybe I will want a kid I don't know that was crazy that I said I definitely don't want a kid maybe I will you're just leading her on you're giving her yeah. false hope so that she doesn't break up with you don't waffle on a kid that's too big of an I know. issue to be like eh, maybe Maybe one day. Yeah. And then Statler, I get it. You don't feel well. You have anxiety. I feel for you, even though I don't like you. But then she says, well, I'm on this roller coaster. I, yeah, I can't be a bitch. It's like, yes, you can. And now you are giving her fake hopes again about a child. Yeah. So Dempsey literally is rolling the dice, hoping that Statler will change her mind. Which she also isn't the smartest decision. It's not smart at all, especially when it involves a kid. Yeah. Don't roll the dice that someone who's told you, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. And Statler told you how she felt and who she is. And then she saw you get upset. And so she's changing her tune just to appease you and calm you down in the moment. I wouldn't believe for one second that she actually may want a kid in a few years. I totally agree. And here's the thing. It's okay that she doesn't want to have kids. There's so many women who don't want to have kids and men. That's that's perfectly fine. But you have to be honest with your partner, especially if all they want to be is a mom. Dempsey wants to be a mom. So that's just not going to work. And giving each other these fake hopes for Stadler saying, well, I may change my mind. And Dempsey, I hope she'll change her mind. That's not healthy. No. And while I still like... Dempsey, this next scene, she goes from Dempsey to dumb C <laughs> because we cut back to them. They're at Dempsey's caravan. It's the last night and Statler getting all emotional, wondering when are we going to see each other next? And Statler's like, I hope we can see each other soon. And Dempsey says, well, come back in a week then if you want to see me. And Statler's like, okay, really? And Dempsey goes, yeah. You can move in here if you want. You stole my Dempsey joke, by the way. Uh, I mean, it was right there. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, and here's why I feel bad. I, I still feel bad for Dem- Dempsey. Damn it. Now, no, now, she's, Dempsey. Dumb, now she's Dempsey <laughs> to just completely abandon everything she felt and thought just because Statler threw a hissy fit. And now she's like, sure, we'll have a kid, maybe or maybe not. I don't care. Whatever you want. If you want to move in, let's do it. It's like, no, stick to what you want. I think she's lonely. And I think having Statler there was nice. And she's idealizing this relationship, thinking maybe that's what she really wants. And maybe she moves in here. It's going to be great. And then we hear Statler saying, yeah, that's great, but I'm going to sacrifice a lot. I'm going to miss my hot showers, my Wi-Fi, my cell service. It's like, you asked for it. 
You literally asked to move to the UK to live with Dempsey. And now you're saying you're making a sacrifice. That's the sacrifice you asked for, you moron. (laughs) Well, here's my issue with it, because she is sacrificing a little bit. Anyone who's going to up and move from their friends and family in their hometown, you're potentially sacrificing something. She is not going to move into the most comfortable living situation. So she's sacrificing hot showers and space, right? But here's my concern. She's not going to live in that caravan for long. She's going to get there and then she's going to spend the entire time convincing Dempsey to move. Oh, Oh, let's get our own place. Let's get an apartment. Let's get somewhere with running water. And like, that's fine. I would want all of those things too, but... I wouldn't pry someone from a living situation that they loved. Dempsey loves living on this farm. Dempsey loves what she does for work. She loves being able to travel and not spend a ton of money, I'm sure, on a apartment or home. Staller doesn't like that. So she's going to do everything she can to get Dempsey to move into an apartment that Staller's happy with. And that's what frustrates me is that Dempsey's giving in too much to Statler and what she wants and doesn't care enough about what Dempsey wants. Very true. Also, it's Statler's idea. If Statler never brought it up saying, oh, I want to move here, Dempsey wouldn't invite her to move in here, at least not right now. True. So she's not making any sacrifices as far as I'm aware. She's not because that's all she wanted to do. Yeah. So then we... Cut to Statler's last day before she goes home. The plan for now is Statler goes back for a few weeks. Her lease ends. Then she comes back. Statler and Dempsey, you can see. Last night when they were talking, yeah, they were idealizing the relationship. They thought, okay, the worst is behind us. We're over the hurdles. Things are going to be good. Now they're both, I think, having second thoughts. Statler's not confident. Because the last time she moved to England, she her, tried to move. Or tried to move to England. Her ex changed her mind right before, and it seems like Dempsey's almost changed her mind already. She can sense Statler's not going to be happy with the living situation. Yeah, because all Statler was complaining about was, oh, the water's cold. Oh, it's cold in here. Oh, it's a tiny space. Oh, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's like, yeah, but. You cannot ask Dempsey to move in there and then complain, as you said. If she does that, then she will try to do something else and poor Dempsey will probably do it. Here's my biggest issue with this whole situation. She cannot just move to the UK. Very true. Let's all be honest. We all know the other show, 90 Day UK. You do need that freaking visa, some sort of a visa, whether it's fiancé visa, work visa, travel visa you need some visa so she cannot just pack up and move unless she's gonna do it illegally but that's also not a good idea no and honestly i don't think she's going to move oh she's not i don't think it's gonna happen i think dempsey's gonna give her that call like her eggs and be mm-hmm. like me this is not gonna this is not gonna fly yeah a lot of people say absence makes the heart grow fonder absence also gives you clarity and you will see once that person is out of the caravan Oh, you know what? I was just in the moment. That was fun in the moment. But yeah, I I don't think the both of us will be happy here. I think if everything went well, they had no fights, everything was smooth, they had a great time, they got along really well, no issues, right? Maybe. 
But they had so many ups and downs and Statler with all the sex stuff and her ex and Mm -hmm. just trying to move so fast. Dempsey questioning everything. Dempsey's friends and family not being on board. There is a lot. And I think when she leaves, Dempsey's going to really think about it. And I don't think she'll want her to come back to live with her. I agree. So long story short, they hop in the cab, head to the airport and have a a tearful goodbye. But (laughs) that's probably the last they have seen or talked probably until the tell-all we'll see all right let's talk about riley and violet because things got interesting violet it's like last last episode and that is this drama we've been craving this whole time from this couple yeah riley's back at home with his cigars with his whiskey his house must smell so bad he's smoking cigars inside yes very, very true. I I do love smoking cigars outside once in a while, but being inside a cigar bar. <laughs> we, go, we, go, <laughs> we go to a Thai place that's next to a cigar bar. and We only do takeout because that place smells like cigars. I go in to pick up the food and I come out and I, I'm not going into the cigar bar. I'm going into a restaurant next to a cigar bar. And I come out smelling like cigars. I once, we had a work event in New York back back in the days at a cigar bar. And I was there for hours. And I could, first of all, I had a headache for like a week. And then all my clothes, my winter jacket, I had to dry clean it twice. Everything smelled like cigars. I washed my clothes multiple times. It was out of control. Yeah. A lot of fun, but... Very potent. Yes. So, okay, he's back. He's smoking a cigar. He's talking to the producer. And Riley's like, it's been confusing. When I landed back here in the States, Violet texted me some things. I got some very nasty texts saying it's over. And then I shouldn't text her. I should block her. But then a few days later, she started messaging me again. And it's starting to send mixed signals. And Riley starts to read some of these texts out. And they're like, I'm sorry I hurt you. Can we be together? I really want a husband and a family. I want to marry you. So Riley is super confused. We're all super confused. Very confused because he is still very hurt by all her actions. Like there was no love. Yeah. It's almost like did Tommy steal Violet's phone? And (laughs) like what's going on? This doesn't make sense coming from Violet. Like Tommy and Riley was um, the most wholesome moment we've seen. Just Riley on the back of a a small motorcycle going through town. Yeah, Yeah, just drinking some whiskey with Tommy. But Riley still says he loves her. So he's kind of still in. Yeah. And then weeks. I was just going to say a few weeks later. Well, we get an art card. It comes on screen and it says a few weeks later, Riley receives some surprising news from Violet. Yeah. So a few weeks later, he's at Tiffany's house and Tiffany is like, so what? Am I going to be an auntie? Yeah. And we're like, wait, what is going on? And Riley says, last week, Violet texted me and told me she's pregnant and the baby is mine. Okay. Pause. She didn't even want to give him a kiss. I'm very confused. I, I'm going to hire a private investigator to get to the bottom of this story <laughs> because it makes zero sense to me. Riley is like, Violet was mean the whole trip. No hugs, no kisses, nothing. But the night before I left, Violet came back to me on her own and we got intimate. Yes. And oh, 
Do you think she's lying about this? Riley knows whether they banged or not. So I well, I don't think, I think they got intimate, which is mind boggling to me. Oh yeah. Especially because we saw everything, even like him leaving, which was apparently the day after they banged, they didn't even kiss. He like had to give her a kiss. The only thing that makes me question the sincerity of this story is how much Riley was sweating. Like, Maybe he's lying. Maybe him and Violet are lying to make their story more interesting because he was pouring sweat. Granted, he was wearing a puffer vest and a hoodie indoors, but he was dripping. Well, he says he's on some sort of medication that apparently prevents him from getting anyone pregnant. And there's like a less than 1% chance. Yeah. Which that's why I feel like. She may be lying because I think they banged, but how how wild of a bang was it, or long of a bang was? I know it just it just needs a one on one successful swimmer, and uh-huh. it's happening. But I don't know. I think she, I think she has some sort of a issue trying to figure out if she wants to be with him, not lying, trying to come to the U.S. or not. I don't know what her deal is, but this seems like an act of. I need your attention because that was the same thing with her texting the dad. Mm. Like, like I don't, I don't think she's pregnant. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I don't think this is true. She may, if she is, then I'll be like, oh shit, they'll need to probably figure something out, and it's gonna be a painful for Riley because that week or two they spent together was horrible. I like that thought. I like that it's a cry for attention. That that makes sense for her for her story. You know why? Two things. As I said, his medications, right? So the chance Mm -hmm. of him impregnating a woman is very, very, very slim. But also when he said, hey, like, let's just, I want to send you to an international hospital. They'll do some tests. Let's make sure everything's good. Let's make sure I want to see if the kid is mine. Mm. I'll pay for everything, Mm -hmm. which means she wouldn't have to do anything but show up. She said no. Yeah, but I can't speak for women, but I could speak for myself and you could speak for yourself. If you have a doctor, especially when it's something intimate like this, you probably want to go to your doctor. You don't just want to go to any random doctor. No, but maybe your your doctor doesn't speak the language. But if it's an international hospital, maybe there are some people who can explain certain things in English. Well, I if I love you, and this is happening, and you told me, hey, I really want to make sure everything's fine. I would do it. Here's my hot take. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, oh, this is my new doctor that I'm going to start visiting. But if you want to run some tests and you pay for it, sure, I'll do it. Here's my hot take. Violet was extremely MIA throughout Riley's whole trip. Does she have a secret man? Ooh. Does she have a little bit of a secret life? And did he impregnate her? But this is going to be a ruse to get money from Riley. She could very well be pregnant with somebody else's baby. And she wants to use Riley for money. I mean, regardless, it seems like they banged. And that's so surprising. Whether it ended with pregnancy or not, the fact that they banged, that makes me feel like we didn't really get the whole picture watching them this season. Yeah. Also, I'll take Tiffany's side because Tiffany's mad at him for not using a protection. And and that's why I was like, well, I didn't need to because there is not a chance of me really impregnating someone. Dude, Still. 
it's not about even that. Diseases. Diseases. Thank you. Diseases. You should have put the rubber on. Yeah. You you are hiring a private guest investigator to look into this woman, but you're not concerned about diseases. You're not going to throw exactly. a, a rubber on before you bang her. You don't even know her. Exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. Exactly. So Riley feels like we should do a DNA test to prove paternity. Yeah. And they should. And then we can take it from there because Violet seems like this is it. Let's get married. Now I'm pregnant with your baby and we'll live happily ever after. Mm -hmm. I don't see that happening. Tiffany feels like she might want to come to the U.S. But Riley is like, I'm not sure because the whole trip, it wasn't great. I don't see her wanting to live with me here. Like he, and it's true. She seemed to have her own thing going on back home. It's, I don't think she's trying to escape necessarily. No, I don't think so. I think if anything, she wants money. Or love. I mean, everyone wants love. But she did not look like she wanted love, though. We don't with him. But I also feel like we may have gotten a misleading edit because... What do you mean? They banged. I have to believe they banged. Or they're lying together to make their story more interesting. But okay, let's go with the fact that they banged. Whether she's pregnant or not with his child, they banged. That is not what we saw. On their edit. No, but Riley said he was surprised she came back the last night. I almost felt they wrapped up, they wrapped up uh, filming, right? Mm-hmm. And then she came back without the cameras, just the two of them. And she's like, let me seal the deal. I guess. It's interesting. I can't wait for the tell-all. Oh, I, oh yeah. All right. I think this is a good place to take a break. Okay. When we come back, we'll head to Romania. One last time. All right, we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. Are you ready to talk about Amanda and Rasvin? Let's do this. Because she's leaving tomorrow. But before she does, she's like, oh, I need to do something nice for Rasvin because now I'm being nice to him. So let me set up this little gift surprise. If This little cheesy gift surprise. If things ever get... Tense between us. You feel like you need to make up for your actions. Don't put together a gift basket yeah, like this. Yeah, you don't either. This is garbage. This is totally garbage. This is garbage. I wouldn't want anything that was a part of this gift. Me neither. Oh. Amanda included. <laughs> well, I would I would maybe give you a, a photo of the two of us, but we have a lot. That's fine. Yeah. But, I, but I also don't know if that's the gift I need. I would give you a bottle of whiskey, probably. Thank you. Mm. What would you give me? A dino, some sort of dinosaur. Oh, and a bottle of wine. <laughs> a bottle of wine, <laughs> yes. Yes. So, okay. Amanda's putting together this little surprise to show her softer side because how she's acted leading up to this. And Rasmin comes in and is like, what is this? And Amanda's like, it's a, it's a little present because I love you. It's a heart pillow so you can hug it and remember how much I love you and a blanket that you can cuddle and think of me and some pictures of us to put around your house. That's, yeah. what, that's what I think of that gift. Yeah, I think there are people who would like it, but where did she have the time to go and buy all this? Uh, great question. Right? But I don't think Rasvin is the type of person who would like this. No, but she is the type of person who would, who put would this like to, oh, Yeah. yeah. Again, but learn your partner. Learn 
what they would appreciate. Yeah, she should have bought him a new selfie stick or something. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. So Raz was like, all right, well, thank you. I think we should get ready for, for dinner because he planned a nice little dinner for their, for their last night and they need to figure some things out. Are they going to stay together or not? Yeah, so they get to dinner. It seems to be like on the river or yeah. some sort of a lake. It looks nice, right? And Rasmus isn't sure about the relationship. He isn't sure how he feels. And he's like, and he tells this to the cameras. He's like, I don't know if we should keep fighting or just end this because it's toxic. Mm-hmm. And here I'm going to give him shit too because you know that it's toxic. You know that it's toxic, but she she gave you a pillow. Yeah. And now she's going to give you a letter because she cannot express herself with words, like verbally. I totally thought. So. I totally thought when she's like, it's hard for me to express myself, so I got you a card. I thought it was just going to be a pre-written hallmark. I didn't think she was going to go. Because she's like, it's hard for me to express myself with words. I thought, okay, she's just going to go to the card aisle and just grab a card and be like, here. It was a pre-written hallmark, but she did it herself. I think it was like chat GPT. Yeah, something like that. It was very, very basic. Well, it didn't sound like it came from her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The past three weeks have been crazy. But also some of the best times of my life. You mean so much to me. I don't want to go on in this life without you. You're my soulmate, my knight in shining armor. If something ever happened to you, I would stack your box on top of Jason's box and we would live <laughs> the three of us happily ever after. I'm Jeez. sorry for everything I've ever done. I love you, Amanda. Yeah, and like literally, Razvan went from, oh, this is toxic. I should probably end this to getting a pillow, getting a letter. And he's like, well, we could... We could we could try and see where it's going. <sighs> oh, Razvan. It's like Razvan and Dempsey should become friends on Facebook and talk. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> now I just think, you, do you need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> I don't. This is how I feel about all this. I was like, yes, Razvan. Yes, you know what you really want. But yeah, I guess he did not. Yeah. So now he thinks the plan is I'm going to go visit you over Thanksgiving. Meet the family, meet the kids. It'll be nice. Well, she invited him for Thanksgiving, which is nice. I guess um, it was happening sooner because I remember he wanted to come soon and she wasn't on board. Mm -hmm. So he seems happy. One thing I picked up on. The nickname of his penis? No. Oh, Billy Big Boy or whatever it was? Yeah, ew. But one thing I picked up on is that Amanda is very rude when she is ordering at a restaurant. I don't know if you realize that. No. She never says like, oh, hi, can I please have she? And this is the second time we saw it. She just she's, goes, she French says, fries. She says, I want glass of wine and salad. She said it before at, at in Croatia. I want a glass at the cabana, of wine. She said French fries. I want French fries. Who says I mm. want without saying, can I please have or oh, I would like to have. No one says I want. It's so rude to me. I would, if I was the waitress, I'm like, I'm going to eat a few fries off your plate. Just because you were rude to me. Oh, I would do worse than that. But <laughs> yeah, if she was trying to speak Romanian. And oh, that's no, how she it, wasn't. And that's how it came across. I'd give her a pass. Yeah, no. In English, she's like, I want, I want a glass of wine and a salad. It's like, that's not how you speak to someone who's serving you at a restaurant. Like, you need to be a little more polite. But Teresa. What? She said she's bad with words. Maybe she uh, needs to write a card when she goes to a restaurant. She better be a good tipper because otherwise I, I would... I would not be happy serving this lady. I don't see that. But 
So that's basically where their story ends for now. They go to the airport, they say goodbye, and that's that. We'll see how it turns out. Does she and Rasmus get together for Thanksgiving? And Billy? And and Billy Big Boy? <laughs> we'll see. We'll uh, see. I would be surprised if he did go to America. Yeah, I'm surprised that Rasmus didn't come to the tell-all because he has the visa. He can come. True. Very true. Yeah. Eh, Tyra well, didn't go. That's true. <laughs> All right, let's talk about someone who did show up to the tell-all live and in full color. So Gina and Jasmine, Gina's back in Michigan. It's the wintertime. It's been five months since he left Panama. Shout out to the Canton Community Apartments. They know how to throw a party in in that common area. (laughs) And today's the day. It's Jasmine's visa interview in Panama. So Gina's like preparing to celebrate. Did you see Gina has... An Amanda-style pillow. It's the pillow that says, if you miss me, hug this pillow. Yeah, it's horrible. Never give it to me. <laughs> also, did you see how many boxes of tissues Gino had next to his bed? I did not. Ew. Quite a few. Because he doesn't bang her, so he has to do something. I guess. It's just so telling. No one no one has a box of tissues on their nightstand and then the dresser next to the bed as well, like backup. Maybe he has a sinus infection. One box would suffice. I think one box would be fine. But okay. We then get to see Gino brew coffee. Just, I want to watch him do everything. He's like, eight cups of it. It's a whole lot. I can brew eight cups of coffee right here. Yeah, and they were playing this funny music. Like if it was a sitcom. Did you pick up on it? Yeah, it was like Very curb. comical. Was yeah. Like, yeah, curb your enthusiasm. And oh, so, he's hilarious. And then he's like, well, my cousin, my cousin Dana. Ah, I always forget Gino's oh accent. Well, my cousin... My well, cousin Dana is coming over to help me put up some Panama decoration for the celebration with Jasmine. That's way too southern. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go more more north, Teresa. I gotta go more north. You gotta go. You got like picture like hills in your head. You gotta go up and down. There's no, the little hills in Michigan. There's I know, some, but, but vocally. Oh. And there are hills in. I mean, some. Yeah. I don't think Michigan is well known for its mountains. Mm. It's well known for the lakes. lakes. Yeah. yeah, it was beautiful, actually. Anyways, knock at the door. Cousin Dana has arrived with Panamanian decorations to be hung, <laughs> celebrations to be had. I don't understand why you're hanging Panamanian decorations if she's trying to get an American visa. Thank you. It should have been an American decoration. There was one small American flag intertwined with the Panamanian flag, and I'm like, Getting warmer, but still, it was a big fuck you. It's like, this is where you're going to stay. Yeah, I picked up on it too. Dana was loving his Panama hat. No, He could not stop rocking it. They totally just went on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Searched Panama decorations oh, and yeah. just primed the first thing that they could find. I was surprised how many things they actually found. Uh, a couple I don't flags think if you, I don't think if you search check, oh, you will. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Why don't you ever prepare me a check party? For your name day, I probably should. You should. Mm. Think about it. Think about it. All right. I got a couple of things I got to do for you. All apparently. right. All right. So okay. then we go to Panama. Jasmine is getting ready to go to the U.S. Embassy. And here's the thing. She doesn't wear a lot of makeup. She removed her ridiculous long nails. Mm-hmm. And she looked decent. She looked like a attractive, mature woman. Yeah, I hated the pink suit. I hate that oh, shade I liked of it. pink. 
I hate that shit of pink. Hmm. And at the brooch, it was a little too much. But yes, she let's just say she looked nice. She oh. didn't look too much. She looked like a mature 30-something-year-old woman. Totally. I thought for a second that was her new apartment, the more affordable one that Gino got. But I think it was mom's apartment. I think it was mom's because there's mom, that is her sister-in-law. But didn't mom have a nice house a season or two ago? She did. Maybe it's the Maybe sister. Maybe sisters? Yeah, sister-in-law. Sister-in-law? Yeah, who ends up taking her to the appointment. Yes, and she's crying. She's like, Jasmine, she's the smart one. She's the joy. Sheesh, I can't, I can't even think about her leaving. I think she's sad to potentially be further from Jasmine, but also she doesn't believe in Gino and Jasmine's love. No. She thinks Jasmine could do way better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So cut back to Michigan. It's been 90 minutes since Jasmine went into the embassy and we see her FaceTime Gino. Yes. And she's just crying. And I was like, oh my gosh. We're never going to be able to be together, baby. They told her that she cannot, like they denied her application. That's not what happened. And this is not as bad as it looks. And I think Gino's also vibing this. They basically said there was a mistake. Something was missing from the application. There was an issue with processing her application. Yeah. And let's not forget that Gino did this himself. So and there was no lawyer involved. It's Guys, if you've ever done it or if you haven't, it's very, very easy to make a mistake when applying for anything. I once fucked up when applying for my student visa. It delayed it by 11 months. Yeesh. Yes. It was a whole... And you know what I forgot? I forgot to sign one of the freaking 100 papers. Mm -hmm. I forgot to sign one. And that pushed my entire application by like 10 or 11 months. Yeah. It's always best to get someone who knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. At first, I wasn't sure if when she said there was a processing issue, if something was down, if the computer system was down or there was internet trouble or something. But it, it yeah, it seemed kind of like not the biggest deal yeah. it's a speed bump it's a hiccup in the process yeah but you're not denied yes unless they said they denied her she's she's good there is still there is still chance but she's like yelling crying she's like i would rather have to say no than not give me an answer <laughs> it's like girl if they said no you two are done yeah <laughs> and also, why do you have the Panamanian flags up, Gino? <laughs> why do you have the Panamanian flag in the bedroom? I don't want to see them in the background. Move the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and Dana keeps walking around with his with his head uh, on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she just gets to a point where she doesn't want to talk and hangs up. And that's where it ends. But I almost wish sometimes they'll do when new seasons are being advertised. They'll say, here are the couples. And then we'll get a surprise couple later on. They're like, oh, so we're adding so-and-so. They should have done that with Gina. Oh, yeah. Because we know she makes it. Oh, yeah. There was no drama watching this because they announced no. the cast a week prior to this episode. Yeah. And also, if they didn't say no, it's still fine. Like, they sometimes, again, it's very easy to miss. You miss one thing. You forget to checkmark one thing. You literally forget to sign or mention. And that's a big issue. So that could have been it. That wasn't even her interview. That was an appointment for something, I guess. So her interview wasn't even happening at this point. So she's still good. And as you said, we know she makes we it. We know she makes it. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's do Misha and Nicola. This was a big one. Yes. It's 
the day Misha leaves or the day before Misha leaves for yeah. the States. They're walking around. She's petting and feeding some stray cats. Mm-hmm. Classic. Mm-hmm. And Nicola's like, well, sweetie, I'm going to tell you something very important. You know that I love you so much, Misha. And we've known each other so many years. And I want to tell you something very important. I'm asking you if you want to marry me. Because I was waiting for a woman like you. And I, I don't have the ring right now. But we will go. We will go now to buy the ring if you say yes. And then so he gets down one knee. And she's like. And he keeps asking her. like, what do you say? Uh, are you saying yes or no? Yes or How no, do you Misha. say yes or no, Misha? And Misha's like, right here? I mean. Yes, Misha. I know yes. I don't have a ring. And so she says yes. And. He's happy. She's happy. She looks shocked, but she like loved in the, a good way. She loved the public proposal. Yeah. There was a cat nearby, which probably oh, yeah. made the day. He should have had the ring on the cat. Yeah. Jinxy style. Ooh. Jinxy oh, cat, yeah. jinxy cat, where are you? <laughs> so yeah. Misha tells the camera, she's like, I know he has little corks and here and there, but I love him. I cannot imagine being with anyone else. Yeah, he. this man's a genius. I mean, the fact that he was able to propose and get a yes from Misha without a ring. I mean, why buy the ring if there's a chance she'll say no? Well, that was his whole thing. It's like, why would I spend money yeah. if she said no? So genius. They walk into a ring store or a jewelry store, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and- he, he told her, I don't want to buy a ring in case I got one you didn't like. He told the camera. Well, why buy the ring if she's going to yeah. say no? <laughs> so they walk in and he's like, I have no budget. Whatever Misha uh-huh. wants. But he does the cameras. I don't think Misha would pick like a $100,000 diamond. Oh, I, don't, I don't think that's her style. I think, I think she's going to go for something simple, which mm-hmm. she did. Which she, yeah. Not he, simple enough. He should have said, I don't think she's going to pick like a $2,000 ring. Yeah. Oh, she will. Yeah, and it was a it was a nice simple ring, but it was a diamond ring, and we all know diamonds are expensive. It, it was tasteful. It wasn't over the top. Yeah, it, it looked like a nice, nice ring. Yeah, and he was all for it because I don't think he thought it was gonna be that expensive. Seventy six hundred shekels, so almost two thousand yes. dollars, which is out of Misha's budget, even Not though he Misha's, said Nicholas. Oh, which is out of Nicholas' budget, even though Nicholas said he didn't have a budget. Yeah, so he starts negotiating, right? Mm-hmm. And Misha's like, this is not sexy at all. He's, she's like, <laughs> I love the whole idea of him letting me pick the ring, and, but this is, this is not, this you're, is not sexy. You're basically watching in real time. You're finding out how much you're worth. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. It, yeah. He, he's sitting there going, 7,600 shekels? No, 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 I can't do that. And the jeweler's like, all right, what about 5,700 shekels? And, ah, no, it's still too much. If we can do 4,500 shekels, I'll do it. Like, well, you know, what's a sh- couple shekels between friends? And you're just sitting there going, oh, that's how much I'm worth? Yeah. Oh, okay. I would hate if you let me pick the ring. I would not like it. Like, I know some couples, like, girls pick the ring before the guy Have a conversation. Proposes. Be like, oh, do you like diamond? Do you like round cut or... Oval, like, do you like silver, gold, white gold? Like, have that conversation if you want, but don't be like this one. And then all you're basically doing is handing it over to her. Yeah, no. A little surprise. Absolutely. So, Nicola buys the ring and re-proposes and beautiful. 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 So, then we get back to the hotel. Misha's packing. Now it's the day that she's, she's leaving. She's packing up. And speaking of baggage, the annulment comes up she she needs to get the annulment 
from the church before she can even apply for the K-1. Yeah, so they have a little more obstacles in the way. Mm-hmm. But they hit the road to the airport. Nisha brings up how she wants a proper engagement party. And also tells him, stop smelling your armpits. Just get a deodorant. I think he smells. I really don't think he uses deodorants because there are a lot of people who don't. And he strikes me as one who wouldn't. And I had a friend, and I think I mentioned it on the pod before. She was from the Basque County, which is in Spain, northern Mm -hmm. Spain. And she did not use deodorant because she said it causes cancer. However, she smoked 20 cigarettes a day. Yeah. And for me, you're always like, I was always thinking, well, pick your bottles, girl. Like, you're, you're on the way to some sort of a cancer, so you might as well smell well. Yeah, there's also natural deodorants. Yeah. So, oh, he needs to, I can see him not using a deo, and he's probably just now, because she said something, I think, <laughs> and he keeps smelling himself, which is also not sexy. Yeah. So, okay, they bring up the engagement party and Nicola coming over to visit, and he says, well... I don't know if I can come for three months on a tourist visa. I know that'd be allowed, but that seems like a lot of temptation all at once. Maybe two, three weeks. Which is fine. That's that Misha should be okay with that. She wants him to be there and wait for her. But why wouldn't you? Wait for her. Wait for the annulment with her. But why not be there as long as you could be? Also, what is his job? Right, exactly. I think he runs a website about Jesus. Oh, you're right. So that's something he could do from elsewhere. I think I was first thinking, yeah, he doesn't want to live off of her. Like, I guess if you have some sort of a pride, mm. you don't just want to live off of your he significant lives with other. his mom. Yeah, but I don't think mom pays for shit. I think he makes some sort of a money. I guess. But so. yeah, he doesn't want to be tempted for months at a time. So he says, eh, a couple of weeks would be good. I mean, she's like, well, then how are we going to water this soil? I don't get that. How are we going to strengthen our relationship? How are we going to keep going and getting stronger as a couple if we're not together? We'll pray. Well, we'll pray. (laughs) We'll pray. So they get to the airport, tearful, goodbye. And Nicola says, don't worry, your caveman, your caveman will come. You know what's interesting? I don't like how he looks. He's not my type, but there is something about him. If he was rich, I think he would be attractive. Because if he was like... Oh, like a, you just showed all your cards, Teresa. No, 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 not that. Like if you put like like a nicer, not even rich, but nicer suit on and do something and maybe smell nice, mm-hmm. I can see him having this some sort of an attraction. Yeah, he's not unattractive. Exactly, he's not. There's it's just his, something about him. He's that childish. He, yes, if he dressed up a little bit or something. Yeah. I mean, compared to Gino, he's a model. Yeah. But there is something about him that if he really stepped up his game and kind of like level up with Misha when it comes to the outfits and all that, mm-hmm. I think because a lot of people say, oh, she's so attractive. What does she see in him? I can see, his, see what she sees in him, I guess, plus the fate. But if he like, if she helped him kind of like, Upgrade his wardrobe a little bit. I can, I can see them being maybe more or less on the same level or very close. Whoa. All right. Yeah. All right. You heard it here first, folks. All right. Shall we do our last couple of this episode? Yeah. Nothing really happened. Just uh, Christian's packing. Cleo's crying. She cries a lot. She does cry a lot. She cries a lot. She wants Christian's sweatshirt to keep with her while he 
is away. And he's like, oh, it's my favorite. Babe, it's like literally my favorite hoodie. <laughs> but he, let, he gives in. He's like, all right, it's on loan. You'll, yeah, give it, he, you'll give it back when I return. Which is nice. He said it's rental. Yeah, it's a rental. Yeah, yeah. It's a rental. And they bring up the issues that they've been having. Trust is one of the things that they need to work on. And Cleo's not happy to hear things need work. She wishes they were leaving on mm-hmm. better terms. But Christian's like, you know, relationships are like cars. They get dented. They get dinged up. But... It's not totaled. Our relationship's not totaled. It's like Yeah, you you exchange your car once in a while. You don't <laughs> you have do. a car for life. You do unless a it's new- a veteran and you don't drive it often. It's a what? Like a veteran? Like that- an antique even. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good point though. You don't call you don't call antique cars veter- veterans? <laughs> no. That's what we call them. Oh, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Do you have antiques in check? Mm-hmm. My dad, to, is, oh, my dad is obsessed with antique cars. But why do you call them veterans and antiques? We don't call them antiques. We call them vet- veterans. But like an antique store, do you have that or do you have a veteran store? <laughs> I, th- I, guess we, I don't think I've ever been to an antique store in Czech, but I guess we have some. We have some, yeah. You guys probably have. We call it starožitnosti. Mm-hmm, exactly. But yeah, it is an antique store, yeah. You probably have way older antiques than we do. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we do. We just, we call the cars the veterans. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, all right. Christian's packing up, finishing. They go to the street. One last chance for Christian to do a dumb voice. Well, sweetheart, this is where I get off. No? No Casablanca <laughs> fans on the sidewalk? Well, no? He's from the Midwest, so. Well, he was doing a movie, quote. Oh, was he? Casablanca. Oh, you see, I didn't pick up on that. It was lost on Cleo as well. Yeah. All right. They kiss. They say they love each other. Christian gets in a car and then just starts waving out of the backseat window. And that's it. Cleo goes back to the Airbnb, packs up her cats, and she's off. She was really crying. And I felt bad for her because I don't want to see her sad. I don't want to see anyone sad. She was devastated. She was crying. But she's so much better off without Christian. I know. She does not need Christian. She can do better than Christian. And so I felt for her while she was crying. But I was also like, hopefully absence will equal clarity when he is gone. Yep. And Jane will talk some sense into you and you'll realize you're better off without him. Yep. We'll see. see. We'll see. see. I'm so excited for this tell-all because there's so many, so many things that need to be answered. I know. So many loose ends need to be Mm -hmm. tied up for me. Who's the father? Is Statler really moving to England? Do Cleo and Christian have a future? I know, I know. Is Misha coming to, is Nicola coming to America? Next week. One week. All One right. week. Live studio audience. Wild. Wild. Is Sheila coming to America? Ooh, I forgot about them. Are we going to see TRC again? The real oh, Carmel. the real Carmel. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hear whoever. Christian or whatever Christian, he was yeah. talking to. Yeah. Imagine, imagine it was that Christian. He's like, let's call like, Christian. And then the phone just rings. Yeah, and, he's like, hello. It's like, you really do like just talking to everyone, Christian. <laughs> you just love chatting. <laughs> All right. All right. That's the episode. Whoa, that's the season, basically, except for the, yeah. the tell-all. So. Yeah, I'm curious how many tell-alls. We can look it up. Yeah. We'll look it up. We'll look it up. We'll find out. Until then, if you want even more content, even more coverage, we're talking about The Other Way on Patreon and Supercast, patreon.com slash reality, reality.supercast.com. 
Also, join us over on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Message us there. Share your thoughts. What do you think about the season? How do you think things are going to end up? Who's the father? Let us know on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Also, make sure you're just following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. Look down and smash that follow button. Yes. Smash it like it's as hard as hopefully to tell because the previews are wild and... The beautiful review we received. From MDF69. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful review. If you haven't left one, be like MDF and leave us a review. Yeah. Comment on my beautiful accent. If you leave a (laughs) five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, MDF69. Beautiful review. All right. And thank you to everyone who's left the review. You guys are the best. All right. That is it. I think I've said it all of you. I've said it all. You've said way too much, Teresa. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.